Coming up on InfoSec Sync, zero-day vulnerabilities hit Apple, plus another product launch is just around the corner. Plus, the global effort to fight ransomware. And three men arrested in a BEC scheme. Also ahead, one of the world's largest hotel chains becomes the target of cybercrime. We've got those stories and more, so get ready to get in sync with InfoSec Sync. You're watching the InfoSec Sync Weekly News with Nick Thomas and news anchor Layla Gulen, sponsored by Axelio. Threat detection and response done right. Axelio. Welcome to InfoSec Sync Weekly News for week ending October 15th, 2021. I'm Layla Gulen with your host, Nick Thomas. Nick, it's good to see you. Good to see you too, Layla. How are you? Doing all right. Uh, busy week again. Absolutely. Always busy, right? Yeah, always. There's a, people are always up to shenanigans, aren't they? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, iPhones and iPads received an emergency patch from Apple after the discovery of a zero-day vulnerability. The issue relates to a critical memory corruption bug in the IOM mobile frame buffer, allowing an application to execute commands on vulnerable devices with kernel privileges. These privileges allow the application to execute any command on the device, which can be potentially used to steal data or install further malware. Apple has not provided any details on how this vulnerability was used in attacks, but say there are reports of it being actively used in attacks. The list of impacted devices is quite extensive, affecting older and newer models, including iPhone 6S and later, all models of the iPad Pro and iPod Touch and more. Uh, so we're hearing more and more of these attacks. I know we've talked about it before, Nick, as far as Apple's concerned. Do you know if the company is doing anything to mitigate these attacks? Well, on one of their uh, products coming up, the um, I believe the MacBooks, they are looking at getting away from the Intel chipset. So that's going to curve a lot of, um, of ransomware there and a lot of uh, vulnerabilities. Um, but for their current things, such as the uh, iPhone and iPad, I think they're doing the best that they can to uh, handle uh, what they've got going on. So anyway, we've got more to come. And speaking of that after the break, Apple launching more new products. We'll be right back. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. Welcome back to the show. Unleashed is the title of Apple's second big product launch happening in just a few days. The tech giant will host a virtual event on October 18th to release an updated version of its high-end MacBook, uh, MacBook Pro laptop. The event comes barely a month after Apple unveiled a slew of new products, including four new iPhones, a new Apple Watch, and new iPads. 
Apple has switched to its powerful in-house M1 silicon chips for its computer lineup. A logo change is also expected and could allude to further speed and performance upgrades. Layla? Sounds exciting. Well, Apple has released a threat analysis report on why allowing sideloading on iOS would pose serious privacy and security risks to iPhone users. Sideloading is the process of downloading and installing mobile apps on Apple devices from sources other than the official app store. While there has been pressure on Apple to support sideloading, the tech giant believes that sideloading would cripple the privacy and security protections that have made iPhones so secure. Well, Apple has used Android's ecosystem as a cautionary tale, suggesting that iOS could end up just as bad if it starts allowing users to install applications from third-party stores and websites. A recent report detected more than 5 million malicious installation packages targeting Android devices last year. Apple is not completely exempt from malware problems. The Xcode Ghost malware discovered in 2015 impacted thousands of iOS applications and 128 million iOS users. So, yes, they're, they're not completely bulletproof here, Nick, but you're talking to somebody who has iPhone products, Apple products, and, of course, the Apple, not the uh, Google Store, but the uh, Apple App Store, that's where I go to get all my stuff. I'm surprised that people even go to third parties for these things. Me as well. I have no idea where you would go to a third party. Uh, that's very that's very unsafe. I mean, the only thing you can get from there is either adware or malware. You think you think the product is is good? They're probably shoving something in there, especially if, it, if it's for free. So people have to be be careful of side loading if you attempt to do that, and and make sure that it is a legit product and you know, go to the App Store and, and, and get it from there because I know they go through a very extensive uh, process to for developers just to put their stuff on there. Very, very rigid process. A, a warning group has issued by Google that a nation-state threat group identified as APT28 has been conducting a spear phishing campaign. The Russiatide group attempted to target 1,400 Gmail users, particularly activists, journalists, and officials working at agencies responsible for national security. APT28, also known as Fancy Bear, has been active since 2004 and is often observed in malicious activities related to data theft and espionage. The unsuccessful campaign was spotted late last month. Well, Google is amassing a crew of in-house experts to create its new Google Cybersecurity Action Team. The team will provide services in four key areas, strategic advisory, trust and compliance, security customer and solutions engineering, and threat intelligence and incident response. Well, duties will include advising customers on their security strategies, including educational content and transformation workshops. Another role of the team will be to simplify customers' compliance journey through trust and compliance services that map Google's global compliance certifications to industry control frameworks. The team will also be involved with the delivery of threat briefings, preparedness drills, incident support, and rapid response engagements. It's great that they're doing this, Nick. Surprised it hasn't been done sooner. Do you think this is going to help matters? 
I believe it will, especially with all of the new uh, things coming in from the uh, Biden administration for cybersecurity. This is just going to set Google up for success as they go through, like it said, uh, compliance issues with agencies and uh, with uh, businesses, with um, ISACA certifications, such as uh, the COVID framework and other frameworks, including NIST and, and things like that to go through. So it's going to be very seamless, seamless for the customer and a great addition for the company, Layla. Very interesting. Well, it's time for a break. When we return, it's the biggest threat this country faces. We'll be right back. Many organizations are protecting their environment through perimeter defense using a combination of firewalls, IDSs, IPSs, and endpoint protection. Even though cost-effective, recent events have shown that perimeter defense, even though necessary, is not sufficient when it comes to threat detection and response. And once a threat actor penetrates these defenses, what tools do you have to detect their every move or to stop their preparations for ransomware attacks or data exfiltration? At Excelio, we believe that comprehensive network visibility across your network inside and out is essential to identify and respond to today's threat actors. Packet Express provides the network visibility and contextual data to detect, prioritize, and mitigate threats no matter where they hide, no matter where they hide. Accelio, threat detection and response solutions with Packet Express, the network visibility hub. Lawmakers are using cryptocurrency infrastructure as a major focus to get the Biden administration to more actively combat ransomware. Two senators and two congressmen sent letters to various departments in an effort pushed for stronger coordination between them to address the role of cryptocurrency in facilitating cyber attacks. The lawmakers say cryptocurrency has facilitated explosive growth by offering easy, fast, and difficult-to-trace methods for laundering illicit gains. They say the attackers reside largely within Russia, China, and North Korea. The Department of Justice recently announced it will create a National Cryptocurrency Enforcement Team, or NSET, to trace and help recover assets lost to fraud and extortion, including crypto payments to ransomware groups. Well, the White House National Security Council has kicked off its international counter-ransomware event along with more than 30 other countries. The goal is to improve global network resilience, address illicit cryptocurrency use, and elevate both law enforcement collaboration and diplomatic efforts. Some experts raise the question as to when these threats will cease being law enforcement problems and demand military response. Last year, ransomware payments reached over $400 million globally. So far, ransomware payments have topped $81 million in the first quarter of 2021. The U.S. is applying anti-money laundering, countering the financing of terrorism requirements on virtual currency businesses and activities, while the Treasury Department is leading efforts to implement international standards on financial transparency around virtual assets. Russia and China were both absent from the summit and remain a focus of the Biden administration. Yeah, I guess that last part, not really a huge surprise there, Nick. Um, there's a lot of argument supporting crypto. There are many proponents uh, for cryptocurrency. It sounds great. It can be great. But when it's largely unregulated, how does a government gain control when it's cryptocurrency that these attackers are after? 
Right, Layla. It's very difficult to gain control uh, because it's highly unregulated. So first of all, trying to get with those companies that actually uh, conduct the transactions um, daily and try to start and perform some sort of regulation on them is a good start to help control the fraud and uh, help with regulations coming down the pipeline. So I, I believe the administration and other uh, countries are, are helping with that as we go through that. Meanwhile, Australia plans to require larger businesses to report ransomware attacks to the government. This is all part of a comprehensive strategy that also includes new criminal penalties and assistance for victims. It's called the Ransomware Action Plan and emphasizes that the government does not condone paying a ransom and would impose stricter criminal penalties for anyone who launches a ransomware attack. Another aspect of the plan would ensure that Australian law enforcement can track, seize, or freeze ransomware gangs' proceeds of crime. While banning ransomware payments has been suggested as one tactic to fight these crimes, critics say paying may be the only option for some organizations. Fertility Healthcare is facing a flurry of hacking incidents. Medical laboratory testing company Quest Diagnostics says a ransomware attack in August led to the potential compromise of personal information of approximately 350,000 patients. Potentially stolen information includes names, addresses, phone numbers, dates of birth, and more. Several other reproductive organizations have been targeted, leading to a financial settlement and corrective action plan. Among the largest breaches reported in 2020 was a ransomware incident affecting nearly 879,000 individuals linked to Maryland-based U.S. Fertility. It's a service that provides IT and other support to a network of fertility practices across the country. When we come back, a deadline to get the U.S. government to comply with new cybersecurity demands. We'll explain after the break. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM cyber report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. The White House is giving federal agencies 90 days to allow the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency to access existing deployments of endpoint protection within the U.S. government. It is also setting timelines for improving the protection of endpoints from workstations to mobile phones and servers. The directive stems from President Joe Biden's executive order on cybersecurity. The order demands evaluation of software and mandates that executive branch agencies deploy multi-factor authentication, endpoint detection and response, and encryption. CISA has also just released the first version of its Trusted Internet Connections 3.0 remote user case 
to outline security measures for agencies allowing remote users on their network. Layla? Uh, Nick, are there privacy concerns with these new rules? I understand, you know, what they're trying to do is to really crack down and, and to safeguard all of these systems and, and the people using them, but are there any privacy concerns or... As in regards related? to the users or... Yeah, just employees, government employees using these um, computer systems and so forth. Um, well, just being a government agency, there's a lot of um, privacy protections uh, that come with the uh, position or the job that they're in automatically. So everything is protected. <laughs> right. And, and now even more so. And, and now even more so, exactly. That's right. Well, the United Kingdom is also cracking down to help fight cybercrime. Its National Cybersecurity Center has published an updated guidance for employees using their personal devices for work amid a prolonged work-from-home setting. The agency says that the pandemic-induced remote working setup has made cyber threats ubiquitous. It also offers advice for organizations on whether BYOD is right for their employees, Compliance would include legal and contractual obligations, supporting a wider range of device types and operating systems, cyber hygiene, and zero trust. Nick? Thanks, Layla. The MyKings botnet is growing. In 2018, MyKings malware reached 520,000 infections. Today, the botnet has steadily grown and remains hidden and free from law enforcement crackdowns and making millions. Also known as Dark Cloud, Attackers are making massive amounts of money in crypto and have developed a vast infrastructure and versatile features, including boot kits, miners, droppers, clipboard stealers, and more. The botnet uses many cryptocurrency wallet addresses, which experts believe were amassed by the clipboard stealer and the crypto mining components. Earnings show nearly $25 million. However, with more than 20 cryptocurrencies being used, the amount could be much higher. A new monetization technique has also been spotted involving the Steam gaming platform. Dubbed Fin12, the threat actor group has been behind prolific ransomware attacks dating to at least October 2018. The aggressive, financially motivated Russian-speaking threat actor deploys the Ryuk variant ransomware by leveraging TrickBot initial access brokers. This tactic skips double extortion attempts in favor of fast and higher payout ransoms. Their primary target, healthcare facilities, because they can't afford to have their facilities go offline due to a cyber attack and maybe more amenable to pay a ransom faster and quicker to ensure the safety of human life. Well, in nearly every FIN12 intrusion since February 2020, FIN12 has used Cobalt Strike Beacon payloads to interact with victim networks, progressing through their attacks from internal reconnaissance to ransomware deployment. Nick? Industrial giants Siemens and Schneider Electric released nearly a dozen security advisories describing a total of more than 50 vulnerabilities affecting their products. Patches have been made to arbitrary code execution issues for Siemens Cynic Network, in addition to mitigations for various controller and device vulnerabilities. Meanwhile, Schneider Electric has released six new advisories covering 20 vulnerabilities. One advisory describes the impact of 11 Windows flaws on the company's Connext solar power plant products. Hmm. 
Three men have been indicted for allegedly conducting an extensive business email compromise scheme, also known as a BEC. The suspects include an ex-employee of Bank of America and TD Bank and have been charged with money laundering and aggravated identity theft. According to the DOJ, the men laundered more than a million dollars in funds obtained fraudulently from at least five victim businesses. The scheme lasted between January 2018 and March 2020 and targeted employees of several large and small businesses across different industries and those who had access to their businesses' financials. They were then allegedly tricked into making what they thought were legitimate wires to accounts controlled by the conspirators. Microsoft has disclosed that it mitigated a DDoS attack of, get this, 2.4 terabytes per second, which targeted an undisclosed European customer using its cloud computing service Microsoft Azure. The attack was 140% higher in scale than any previously recorded network volumetric event on Azure. The DDoS attack traffic originated from nearly 70,000 sources in countries including Malaysia, Vietnam, Taiwan, Japan, China, and the U.S. The attack vector was reportedly a user datagram protocol or UDP. UDP is usually used in time-sensitive applications such as video playback because it enables rapid transfer of data, as opposed to a DOS attack in which one system sends malicious data packs to a server. A DDoS attack stems from multiple systems. Layla. MITRE has created two new organizations intended to help the company better focus on cybersecurity threats to critical infrastructure and new approaches to public health challenges. They're called the Cyber Infrastructure Protection Innovation Center and Clinical Insights Innovation Cell. These offshoots are tasked with making breakthroughs in applied science and advanced technology that transform the future of U.S. scientific and economic leadership. Among the goals to protect critical infrastructure within the public and private sector, including operational technology, industrial control systems, and cyber physical systems. Nick? One of the largest hotel chains in the world has become the target of a cybersecurity attack. The Spanish-based Malia Hotels International lost parts of its internal network and some web-based servers. No ransomware gang has publicly taken credit for an intrusion at the hotel chain, nor has the hotel's name been listed on any ransomware leak sites as a potential victim. Malia is the 17th largest hotel chain in the world, operating more than 370 hotels in more than 40 countries. Wow. Some pretty interesting news this week, Nick. Thank you so much. That's going to do it for us. We want to thank you for watching. On behalf of Nick and myself, you're now in sync with InfoSec Sync. We'll see you back here next week. Many organizations are protecting their environment through perimeter defense using a combination of firewalls, IDSs, IPSs, and endpoint protection. Even though cost-effective, recent events have shown that perimeter defense, even though necessary, is not sufficient when it comes to threat detection and response. And once a threat actor penetrates these defenses, what tools do you have to detect their every move or to stop their preparations for ransomware attacks or data exfiltration? At Excelio, we believe that comprehensive network visibility across your network, inside and out, is essential to identify and respond to today's threat actors. Packet Express provides the network visibility and contextual data to detect, prioritize, and mitigate threats, no matter where they hide. No matter where they hide. 
Celio. Threat detection and response solutions with Packet Express, the network visibility hub.